What's going on guys, Dad Dash Industries back here again with the second installment of what I hope to be a daily podcast uh, for another session of Off the Road. So I hope everybody enjoyed yesterday's episode. Um, it was literally fresh off the road, uh, just like the name says, and I thought it was a great way to debut the podcast and you know, just kick things off. So hopefully uh, you enjoyed it. Um, hopefully if you're back for another episode and you're interested, um, you know, that's a good thing. So the goal here is to share with you tips, tricks, strategies, stories. Uh, it's going to be a, lo- a little bit of a different format than the um, YouTube channel, which is more of a documentation and taking a documentarian approach of you know, documenting the journey and showing you what it's like, literally peeling back the you know, peeling back the cover and looking in and, and seeing a real everyday perspective. Um, but there's also tips, tricks, and strategies, but a majority of what you're going to see is uh, ride-alongs, order breakdowns, you know, really getting a look so that if somebody was wanting to start this, they could really see, hey, what does this look like? I share my financials. I share everything um, to give everybody a real look. And my hope is, is it provides a resource. And that this can also be a resource as well for people that are interested, people that are new, people that have been here for a long time, because to me, the biggest thing that will make us better gig business operators and that will help us to become better operators in general of our businesses is to network, talk to other people, um, discuss and learn how they've handled problems and how they're, how they've set up their successes. And if people are willing to share and, and we can all grow together and become successful more successful together so that's the premise of all of this here guys so tonight our topic of conversation is going to be um doordash tips and tricks the things you need to know as a gig business operator in order to set up a successful business plan and i think these are the things you need to know that's what we're going to get into and yes i do consider this a business yes i do believe you should have a written business plan you should have goals you should be treating this exactly like a business and that is part of what we're going to talk about so guys i appreciate you uh, tuning in hopefully this is going to be um exciting fun uh episode tonight so we'll see uh hopefully you see it um as i do as i think these are some of the most important things you should keep in your mind every day and you should pay attention to and know about um, and continue to update yourself on and know if any changes coming with these things. So, all right, guys, let's jump in and let's get started. All right, guys, so uh, let's get into it. Uh, and get into these tips, tricks, and strategies. There's three of them I want to discuss, and I don't know if you really call them strategies as much as they're just three things you need to know and you need to take into account when you are determining your plan as a gig business operator in order for you to be successful. So the first thing that you must know, the first thing that you have to know is that you are a business you are not an employee and you are running a business you are not an employee of DoorDash, Grubhub or any of the apps 
this is perhaps probably the most important thing that you can know. Um, and DoorDash acknowledges this. And I want to share with you uh, an excerpt directly from the uh, terms of service agreement that they have. Every dasher signed. And there's a section. It's section 5. It says relationship of parties. And this, I think, lays to rest any debate as to how we should consider ourselves, how we should conduct ourselves, and exactly what our relationship is with DoorDash. So it reads, Section 1 of Part 5. And Part 5 is titled Relationship of Parties. And I'm going to read this line to you, uh, you know, right here. So it says, The parties acknowledge and agree... That this agreement is between two co-equal, independent business enterprises that are separately owned and operated. The parties intend this agreement to create the relationship of principal and independent contractor and not that of employer and employee. The parties are not employees, agents, joint venturers, or partners of each other for any purpose. Neither party shall have the right to bind the other by contract or otherwise except as specifically provided in this agreement. Alright guys, I want you to consider what I've just read right there. DoorDash leaves no doubt as to how a dasher should consider themselves and that you are not a dasher. That's a creative way that they've come up with and said you're a dasher. This. You are an independent business who has a relationship with DoorDash to which DoorDash provides you with contracts and opportunities to do business with them. And as a result, you should conduct yourself as such. Now, DoorDash does not want you to feel this way or think this way. They want you to believe that you are an employee they want you to believe that you need to show them loyalty and this is done because it's in their best interest to have you believing that so that you will feel obligated to take orders that are not within your best business interest so as a gig business operator you must know and understand this part of the relationship and you must understand that first line very clearly the parties acknowledge and agree that this agreement is between two co-equal and that's the most important part co-equal independent business enterprises that are separately owned and operated two co equal that means you are equal that means you are on the same ground you are two businesses operating and using each other to try to move forward with your business interest so guys understand this this is the most important part and then we'll get in to section two and section three so let that set in we're going to break And I'll be back to discuss the next section.
but I want you to consider that. So we're back with uh, the second tip that you need to know. And, uh, and this again is supported by the updated terms and conditions that DoorDash just put out. It would, I'm sure, be supported by the previous one as well. But this is that you cannot make DoorDash your only relationship and your only um, lead generation app. Okay? And I want to be clear here. DoorDash's role in your business is lead generation. This is no different than, say, a sales job where you're sorting through leads and you're calling leads and you're trying to figure out what profitable leads deserve your attention. And then you call those leads and then eventually, potentially make money off of them. This is much simpler. All you're doing is seeing if there is a lead there that you believe is profitable. And in DoorDash's time, DoorDash has created a situation where you don't know necessarily the entire order. And they do this for buy-in as much as they do to try to push and promote the lower lower orders and trying to get those delivered. But they also understand that by creating an element of skill, it will attract people and make people want to even though it's not necessarily in their best business interest to deal with a company that's not giving you all the facts and figures, but it's like, okay, if you're figuring it out and you're doing really good, then there's a sense of satisfaction, even though you've just been paid $6, you know, or maybe say $10 for, you know, a four mile run or a five mile run. And there was uh, you know, you might've wanted 15 for it, but you got paid 10 instead but it was an extra $2 tip and you were able to figure out that that order had extra money and you would take it just to see. So DoorDash knows they're playing on the psychology where they want you to be thinking opposite of what we just talked about in tip one. And that is that you are a business owner who should only be doing things in the interest of furthering your business's interest and making your business profitable and earning revenue for your business, not generating revenue for DoorDash. DoorDash is not your concern because they are simply an intermediary, a middleman, someone who's providing you with opportunities to work and providing you with the opportunity to take a contract and go out and deliver food for someone or groceries or whatever the contract is for. Hence, why DoorDash is expanding and is becoming a bigger platform, reaching out into other areas. And they're not a food delivery platform. They're just simply not. They're an internet company who provides you with leads. As a result, it is your job as a business owner. If you want to make your business as profitable as possible, if you want to give your business the opportunity to be as profitable as possible, then you need to have other options available so you're looking at as many leads as possible. Now, I will tell you there is nothing wrong, and I'm going to show you it's in the agreement that there's nothing wrong with this, and there's nothing wrong with working multiple leads, okay? You're legally allowed to do it based on the contract you signed with DoorDash. However, there is a caveat that you must be aware of 
which is why it's not a recommended practice because DoorDash and the other apps are well aware that people are going to be out there doing this because you're a business as well, right? So what they're doing is they say, look, you can do this, but you have to meet all of the obligations of our contract that you signed with me when you take work from me. And as a result, if you're not meeting any of the things you've obligated yourself for, we have the right to deactivate you and get rid of you, which puts stress and makes it very difficult to be able to be in a position to pull off multiple orders at a time. Although it's not impossible, I've done it myself, but I've also done it and ran into problems and ran into contract violations, okay? Which is their way of telling you, hey, you messed up here. You were outside the bounds of the contract. It doesn't mean they're going to deactivate you. It just simply means they're telling you, listen, you didn't meet your full obligation to us as per the agreed upon contract. And as a result, if this continues to occur, we're going to cut off our relationship with you and we will stop providing you with leads. Guys, essentially, what you need to take away from this is that you must have multiple opportunities for yourself and for your business. And I'm going to end this segment with reading you where DoorDash is coming directly from the updated terms and conditions. And as and this is what it states. Uh, and it says, as an independent contractor, the contractor retains the right to perform services, whether delivery services or other services for other businesses. And contractor represents that they advertise and hold themselves out to the general public as a separately established business. Now, guys, there it is again. If you need any further confirmation as to how you are or should consider yourself there it is again you are a separately established business the parties recognize that they are or may be engaged in similar arrangements with other businesses to supply the same or similar services and nothing in this agreement shall prevent the contractor or doordash from doing business with others doordash does not have the right to restrict the contractor from performing services for contractors' own business, there it is again, other businesses, customers, or consumers at any time. Even if such business directly competes with DoorDash, and even during the time the contractor is logged in to the DoorDash platform, So long as such services do not otherwise violate this agreement. So there it is, guys. It's in official terms. Everything I just told you. In support of what I just said. You are allowed to work multiple apps. You can work them at the same exact time you're working DoorDash orders. But you must ensure you can meet the contract that you signed and that you are not in violation of the contract you signed with DoorDash. And if you can do that, then there is nothing wrong with you doing that. And you must, if you're going to be successful, you have to have multiple applications to work. 
You've got to have multiple business relationships that are going to help drive as many leads as possible to your business. So you can determine what the best use of your time, resources, and money is. All right, guys, we're going to move on to the final um, strategy tip here. In just a moment, we're going to take another short break, and we'll be back. Thanks, guys. All right, guys, so uh, Thad Dash back here with number three, the third thing you need to know as a gig business operator in order for you to be successful and have a successful business plan. The third thing we, the third thing you need to adopt and understand if you're going to use DoorDash is regarding the completion rate. And I'm going to read an excerpt here from the updated terms and conditions. And it states the following. Contractor understands and agrees that the parameters of each contracted service are established by the consumer, restaurant, and or other business, not DoorDash and represent the end result desired, not the means by which contractor is to accomplish the result. Contractor has the right to cancel a contracted service when in the exercise of contractor's reasonable discretion and business judgment. It is appropriate to do so. Notwithstanding the foregoing, contractor agrees to maintain both a customer rating and a completion rate found here as of the date this agreement becomes effective. Failure to satisfy this obligation constitutes a material breach of this agreement and DoorDash shall have the right to terminate this agreement and or deactivate contractor's account. So what does this mean? First of all, there when you do click into the completion rate found, that is 80% as of today. But what this basically is saying to you is that is that you have the right to cancel up to 20 orders for the last 100 orders without any problem whatsoever from DoorDash. What this means is is that you need to utilize that. Do not be afraid to utilize that because what DoorDash is saying is they understand that in the course of, the, of you conducting the business, that there are going to be situations that are going that you're going to encounter and that you as a business owner may need to abort, hit the abort switch and say, I'm not going forward with this order at this time because it no longer makes profitable sense. And you cannot fear doing that because you are allowed to do that. Now, DoorDash sets the threshold and says if you're doing more, if you do more than 20 orders, it doesn't say it's guaranteed, but it says you would, you could be deactivated. So, therefore, what I would recommend you do is you consider using an 85% threshold. That way, you never get into trouble, and you try to keep that rate ideally between 85 and 90. If you are go, if you have a bunch of orders that go well and you do not need to utilize it, fine, go above 90 store up some completion rate because you will eventually need it if an order no longer is making sense to you if you are sitting there and the weight is excessive if a restaurant is not you know something is happening if a customer is not uh you know acting right if you're fearing that hey listen this order is just not right anymore as long as you are being conservative as long as you have good fundamentals in your order picking then you should be able to hit that cancel button with no problem whatsoever. So guys, that is something you must understand because this is very important. And I know there are a lot of people out there that work with DoorDash and uh, they believe they need to take every order or that they should only cancel 
you know, very seldomly. Listen, this is something that needs to be part of your strategy. You need to have a strategy that deals with this. You obviously cannot just go canceling every order. That is not a strategy. That is a recipe for disaster. But this needs to be included in your daily business strategy. How are you going to handle those situations? And what is your tolerance? Where are you willing to take your completion rate to? And what are the parameters that you're going to put in place for use of the cancellation button? So guys, that is the third tip. You need to be aware of it and make sure that if you want to verify this, go into your uh, into your terms and conditions and your agreement that you, every DoorDasher has, that every per, anyone that's delivering for DoorDash has, and go read it for yourself. All right, guys. Thank you. Guys. Thanks for watching today. I hope you guys got something out of this. I hope you enjoyed uh, listening, and uh, I hope you uh, you know can put the those three tips to work for you. I think they're very very important. I think they are the three things that if you're going to work with DoorDash, that you must know and understand. Number one, you are a business, so you must treat this as a business, and you must make every decision from that premise. And not it's not just some supposition that I'm making, or it's not some you know, platitude that I'm throwing out there. We're business people. No, the word ash says it every single one of these. I believe if you go to the terms of service of each one of these, it specifies that you are an independent business enterprise. You are an independent business. And that the agreement they have with us is considered to be between two businesses, not an employer or employee. And that is something you need to understand. Secondly, because of that fact, you have the right to have relationships with multiple businesses and multiple business vendors and multiple people that can serve the interest of your business. And you should take advantage of that because this is the keys to success in the gig economy is about having a volume of opportunity in front of you. And you have to create that yourself. That's where you're going to get. This is not a hard job. The job itself is hard. What you do with the waters is not hard. What is hard is figuring out how do you put yourself in the best opportunity Put yourself in the best position to have the most opportunities to find the most profitable orders. And that's what's going to separate you from the gig business operator that's right to your left and to your right and parked in that parking lot right there with you. So you must figure this out. That's something you have to have a strategy for. And then third, if you're if it's not making sense, if you're if you've accepted a contract and you're on a job and it's not going to turn out to be the profitable job you thought it was you have the right to get out of it with DoorDash and you need to understand this with every other vendor that you work with every other company that you're working for that you're accepting orders from that you have a relationship with and find out what is their completion rate what are they what are their expectations and what are your rights once you're under a contract with them to do work but with DoorDash, it's 80%. You can turn down, you can cancel up to 20% of the orders that you accept without any penalty whatsoever. So guys, make sure you understand that. And that is based on a one, on the last 100 rolling orders. So make sure you understand that. Make sure you utilize that and make sure you have a plan with how you can take advantage of that because that is something that you need to have a plan for. You need to have a plan of attack for when you run into those scenarios. You need to, you need to be aware of what your completion rate is at all times so you can use it. 
And then you, that needs to also factor in when you're making that decision. Is this one you want to use it for? How bad is the situation you're facing? But guys, these are the three things. I really hope that you got something out of this. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I'll be back with another topic, hopefully uh, tomorrow or the next day. Uh, in the meantime, check out my YouTube channel. I just posted up some ride-along videos. There's going to be more footage, more stuff going up. There's going to be even a discussion along these lines of the terms of service that just came out where I'm going to show you documentation of what we just talked about in this podcast today. So, guys, thank you for watching. Please, uh, you know, follow my account here. Leave me a message if there's a topic you want me to discuss or take on or create an episode about. We can do that. And I will address it head on. I will research it and try to address it to the best of my abilities based on the experiences that I've had as a gig business operator. Guys, thanks so much to anyone that's listening. And if you're out there on the road listening, be safe, make some money, and I'll be talking to you soon.